0: This episode is brought to you by Challengers Comics and Conversation. Go to challengerscomics.com and start the conversation now. Daniels Law LLC in Georgia. Visit dlawllc.com. Kerberos Productions. The minds behind the games enter the pit and Kaijuagogo. Search for Kerberos, K-E-R-B-E-R-O-S, on Steam, or go to kerberos-productions.com to check out their growing catalog of titles.
1: Hey there everybody, welcome to the Crossrip for the week of May 2nd, 2016. This week on the show we've got a lot of great merchandise news. So much, in fact, that you're gonna need an ecto cooler to put out the flames. Hey, we also have a whole lot of Ghostbusters twenty sixteen news for you because uh, a lot of embargoes have been lifted. A lot of set visits. We didn't get one, but we're not bitter.
0: Still Playing With Toys.net presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad The biggest podcast since 1909
2: it Felt great!
0: News, interviews, and commentary on everything Outside. Ghostbusters Are you the key man? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart
1: So you're, you're calling in from uh, Calgary Expo? Yeah,
3: the Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo Basically by, depending on the count, Canada's second largest, arguably Canada's largest, I think. I went last, last year, and it's like, it, the count was 110,000.
1: Whoa. Which actually,
3: yeah, it kind of puts it like in the top ten in the world to be yeah, honest. Yeah, those like, are big numbers. I mean, that's, that's huge. Like, that's nipping on the heels of San Diego Comic-Con numbers. Yeah. Really. So the, it's, it's Diego- one of the
1: biggest in Canada then. There's not one in Vancouver?
3: Yeah, Fan Expo, which does a number uh, across Canada, and they do one in Toronto. Uh, <laughs> Toronto being Toronto, gets... Uh, Fan Expo, and then the rest of us get Fan Expo, semicolon, name of town, <laughs> uh, dollar store expo. And uh, it, uh, but it's huge. I, like I said, arguably, I think it might be the biggest. Now, Ryan has been to Fan Expo. You don't, you don't have to dial in. You'll that's just right. make more yeah, editing we should, for Ryan. We
1: should let everybody know that Mr. Ryan Dole of the Ghostbusters of BC is here in the studio with us tonight for the record, and that's that's who you're hearing in the background. he's at
3: the con, too. So uh, to keep things technically smooth and all that, he's listening in just so if he wants to yell at something appropriate, or more likely inappropriate, <laughs> at least he knows the context of what's going on.
1: Um, Our first heckler. Fantastic.
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah, there we go. Perfect.
1: <laughs> yep. Just like Twitter, just like home. Great.
3: I guess somebody doesn't want to get to the Stan Lee signing early tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How fast can you run uh, there, uh, Barry? Uh, it. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in Calgary, so the family's here, so we're crashed at Casa Stewart, and. I uh, run faster than reboot
1: Will and Stevie too close to home too close close to to home
3: home. but anyways uh yeah we're in day two by the time you hear this it'll all be over but uh, at the time of the recording we just finished day two so i'm a little i'm getting real close to my um i actually i sound really sonorous like it's really good
1: you do you sound silky right now i
3: know i could do some real good voiceovers right now i'm like (laughs) um shadow stevens i'm pretty close to shadow stevens i think yeah I, I think Hollywood squares it up at any moment.
1: I was going to say, I think I, I owe you a grand for this voice uh, recording session now. And because, in the center the square,
3: yeah. Ryan Dole.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the, yes, I'll take the t-
1: Liberace, for the
3: win. Liberace for the win. Gilbert Godfrey, please, for the Gilbert block.
1: Gilbert Godfrey, for the
3: block. But um, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: hey, the best yeah.
3: part is is we've been running clips, and the one that gets everybody excited is A, uh, the Kevin. Does
1: the, the coffee joke... The coffee joke gets me every time.
3: Every single, actually, they yeah. all do. Uh, and to be honest, I've adopted the. Uh, there, there are threats going around that certain people may do some topless saxophone <laughs>
1: headshots.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I've adopted that one. Uh, that's a personal favorite of mine. There's that, and there's the Ghostbusters uh, jet jam- from the trailer from Japan.
1: Right. Right.
3: Because everybody loves Ghostbusters,
1: which is funny. That's that's coming up on the rundown. There's a there's a few things to talk yeah. about there, but uh, well, yeah, all right. that's that's good. I'm glad that there's a good response to the clips that you guys are playing. Uh, yeah, I, we I, a, I sure have enjoyed it. So,
3: oh, post the clips. Maybe it'll be a good one for the show. There's a group shot of us with uh, uh, a woman who showed up in perfect Melissa McCarthy full gear.
1: Oh really? Uh, oh
3: yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh nice.
1: well, that's dedication. <laughs> Alright, I got I'm literally drinking
3: Miller time, so it's Miller it's a mini Miller time. It's
1: a mini Miller time. Well, uh, you guys have to get to your Stan Lee signing, so let's let's do this. Let's just get into the news and and uh, we'll we'll get this show on the road.
2: Egon, Peter. I have some news from the world of knows it.
0: well here's your next month's cover of GQ.
1: Okay, so let's uh let's lead off with some it's news that people already knew, Chris, but it's uh finally official. Ladies and gentlemen, Ecto Cooler is back, suckers. Yeah. It's,
3: and it took 3 days for people to start complaining. I
1: know. Well, let's let's <laughs> let's focus let's focus on the positive stuff and then we can All sort right. of address the uh the complaints, but uh, we knew it was coming. Coca-Cola made it official uh last week. It's going to be on a shelf near you. Aster. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, in May, end of May, uh, I think May 30th. Um, but, uh, so there's, there's the juice boxes, the traditional juice boxes, which we all know and love, but then there's also these, these cans. He really hates those cans. Uh, <laughs> those are an online exclusive. Is that right, Chris? No, specialty exclusive. Specialty uh, exclusive. So that's, that's online, kind of like comic yeah. shops or?
3: No, I imagine it's the kind of thing you'll find at like candy stores and stuff like uh, that, to okay. be honest. Uh, much the same way that the remember the the ecto not the they didn't call it what did they call it Slimer Energy Drink or whatever
1: right yeah you that could only find
3: that yeah. in quote unquote specialty stores ha. which meant and the tin sours uh, all that sort of thing were specialty store items meaning so want you know find your local uh, sugar shack whoa sugar <laughs> shack <laughs> Nobody You're really milking that song. voice
1: tonight. Well done,
3: well done. <laughs> I wish I could remember the words. I could probably <laughs> do the whole thing. Um, and online, like I think this is definitely going to show up, like on Amazon, like the uh, Pepsi did, and all that. Right, right. But um, the cool part is the can. We found out details about the can.
1: Yeah. So what? Uh, tell me. Tell me about that can. Tell me about the cans, Chris. Uh,
3: well, like, duh. <laughs> well, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what he says. Well, Troy, today on the dais, um, under door, behind curtain number two,
1: a new car,
3: <laughs> green and fruity flavored from Coca-Cola Corporation. Hectocooler. cooler. Uh, it's a thermal ink, is what they call it. So when you chill it, it changes. Oh. It looks slime, Aha. which is why it's a specialty store item because that can is not going to be your you know sixty-five dollar at the Costco machine. Price or sixty five cent. I mean, sixty five cent at the Costco machine. Actually, it might be sixty (laughs) five dollars. It's not sixty five cent at the Costco machine. It's sixty five dollars on Amazon. I was gonna say Uh, it'll
1: sure show up on eBay for sixty five (laughs) dollars immediately. I'm sure, but yeah, six fifty at
3: Amazon, sixty five on eBay later. Uh, Yeah, so it's a very you know special process that they put together uh which is keen i mean it sounds very collectible Um uh, but that you know yeah that's
1: very that's very cool now you do you mentioned eBay you mentioned amazon um here's asterisk, one of the complaints that i've started to see it's uh us only mm-hmm. um but in theory it might be showing up other places like if you if you can order from amazon you can import it right yes Into- if you he-
3: It'll probably cost you. Like, the thing is, is a can is heavy, uh, and I don't think you'll be able to get the the boxes Right, the boxes are what
1: are going to be on the retail shelves, but in limited supply as well. So uh, I don't, you know, I'm I'm sure maybe a case here, a case there, it's going to be a little difficult to find. Hopefully, you know, people will be able to find it out there. People
3: are starting to set up their uh, (laughs) their, uh, Maxwell Klinger, whatever you call it, what was he scrounger lines they're trying to set <laughs> up with the Canadians are trying to find their American pals. Other a few of us actually live close enough to the border. We're already plotting day Yeah, trips run across down.
1: and grab it. And uh, we'll, we'll trade for goods. Uh, hey, certain, I'll, I'll take offers. I'll look in the LA area. And if I find extras, uh, make me an offer. We'll see what, we'll see what cer- I can get. A certain
3: somebody, a certain somebody who, who, who did later admit that he was bad at math anyways, I uh, got all excited and start promising all these people that we'd uh, pick up when we'd make a day run and we'd pick a whole bunch up. And I'm kind of like, you know what the spend limits are <laughs> for <laughs> three hours inside the U.S., right? And
1: like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, could you open the trunk, sir? We want to take a look at. Oh my God, what's so with I, all the ecto cooler yeah. and dead hookers? Wait,
3: boy, pause. I think you. I think we're gonna have to put a, a premium on it just for the – have to pull over and pay duty <laughs> on ecto cooler.
1: I did see. I saw people offering uh, up in Canada to trade the steel books, the new Blu-ray steel books, uh, yes. for for ecto cooler. So Which I, I might pick somebody the, yeah. up on that.
3: That sounds like that might not be a bad one, to be honest. Um, I just don't know what the shipping would be for a flat of liquid. It's heavy, right? Like unless it's like you pull like a six, because usually juice boxes get wrapped in sixes, right? Right. Right. So if Sixes, that's not too bad. I mean, I don't know what the shipping is from the States, but from Canada, I can imagine you could probably put it in a box with some, some padding and all that and ship it someplace slow for 10 bucks, right? And
1: they they get really weird about shipping liquids down here in the US, I feel like. They always yeah. ask if there's liquids or flammables and like, yeah, uh no, it's shoes. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> don't, so, uh, I don't, don't read too much into it. But so, yeah, so...
3: Yeah, people will figure it out. Um, we'll figure
1: out a way to get it.
3: Um, although that kind of leads us to another item.
1: Another item in terms of uh, the Ecto steel cooler? cases. Oh, the steel cases. Yeah, that's that's true. That's actually not on our rundown. I just threw that in there. No big deal. The steel books. The uh, steel books. Whatevs. Whatevs. It's a Canadian <laughs> exclusive, as far as we know. Best Buy is yeah, so fair, still looking fair. into it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that you, we get Ecto Cooler, you guys get steel books. I feel like that's a fair trade and uh nope uh, nope <laughs> fine but the, okay to... the steel books are really cool um these just sort of popped up out of nowhere and they're only the blue it's the original blu-ray releases uh as far as we know right chris it's just the blu-ray and the dvd from yeah uh, there's last nothing year. super
3: super fancy about them they're just putting them in a nice new steel case uh, package and it is well the pricing says there's nothing really super fancy about it and um other than the case, but the cases are beautiful. they really are.
1: I mean, for all of the art that we we talked about uh, a couple podcasts ago on that UHD, and uh, f- I was not a fan. These are beautiful. I mean, I think if uh, if somebody's listening at Columbia TriStar Home Entertainment, probably not. Uh, <laughs> Grab those steel books and make those the UHD covers. Come on, you know you want to. Come
3: on, you know you want to. I had somebody, uh, business savvy, pointed out what we, sh- you and I, should have clued into about the UHD covers. That was probably just thrown to the intern sort of thing because you and I did talk about it. It was hitting us, you know, it was staring us right in the face. It was smacking us around the head and shoulders uh, with the, you know, the butt of the gun. That these things are so specialized right like how many people have the special blu-ray player and the 4k television to watch it on yeah that's such a small number that this is essentially a sony keeping your foot in right in the race for hd they don't want to look like they're behind but they're not spending a lot of money on it because they're not going to recoup it so when it comes time to do the covers it's like we're selling this to 100 people let alan do the cover and Alan barely knows Photoshop. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and they're telling me this, and I'm like, you're right. That makes total like because we're looking at it going, how does this pass muster? It is so ugly. That's what it is. They were like, there's no budget. Like we're do- the budget all went into making this super high def thing and the printing, you know, the pressing of these special discs just as kind of a vague Marketing loss leader, you know. So we yeah. still,
1: we're still so, we're Sony, Betamax, us, right? Like for the love of God. And with zero overhead, we we let my high school son do these covers. Every
3: once in a while, you know, the CEO <laughs> sticks his head and
1: us, the winner of
3: the Blu-ray, the you know, the HD wars. All right, where's your Microsoft format? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> we're so, one in five. <laughs> we totally got this. <laughs> so that's basically it. I'm like, that makes perfect sense. Like literally, they didn't hire a big art team. Or anything like that. It was just, you know, buried in the middle of the bear. You know, it's just like for all we knew, they just kind of handed it off to the, you know, the project leader's, you know, high school son or something. Yeah, yeah. So, but so those, but, are, those are
1: coming in May, right? If I remember yeah, correctly. So yeah. So those, those are coming in May. We've got uh, Ecto Cooler coming in May. You know what? Let's just let's keep the merch train rolling. Let's just skip ahead and we'll just sure, keep, well, keep talking merch.
3: If you want, I was going to try and dig up the name here. For the gentleman, because oh, we've seen artist. his art before, uh, Dan, <laughs> Dan.
1: Because there's a lot of Dan's in Ghostbusters. He's a Dan. We discovered. Yeah, I think you pointed that out. That he's another Dan. We <laughs> got a lot of talented Dan's uh, that love Ghostbusters uh, out there. Oh boy,
3: it won't pop up quickly because, of course, this is exactly when I need it. But he's we've seen his art before in the gallery, uh, you know, eighty-eight series, and that's the special thirtieth uh, anniversary. Coastbusters Art Gallery thing they did. Um but boy Dan. I apologize. Normally yeah, I probably would have had that one looked up, but I literally just blew through the door from the con just a short time ago. So. Well his Anyways. name's Dan.
1: We know his name's Dan. Hat tip to Dan.
3: It was one of those things where they said they never even announced it. Like it just went live on Best Buy site and people found it. And so we literally found the answer before Best Buy could reply. Although, to their credit, Best Buy was not far behind. Oh, like their, they were on it. They were on Twitter the Their Twitter one, they were talking. Like, the minute it came up, like there was no confusion. They were just like, I guess we're talking about this now. And away they went. Um, and and so, looped
1: in, I mean, because it was the Best Buy Canada social network. They looped in the U.S. network. They said, "Nope, yeah. it's a Canadian exclusive." I mean, we we got. I think that's the fastest we've gotten answers on a something that we had no idea was coming. Uh, yeah, it was it, the it all first. all happened within like thirty minutes. It first was, time it was that we've
3: really seen the you know the so- product social media people yeah. really be on the ball.
1: Good, good for Best Buy but anyways uh,
3: uh more merch it's a yeah, merchy week
1: it's a merch week it's a merch and a uh, a journalism week but let's let's put all the merch stuff up front let's let's get everybody the stuff that they have to spend money on and then we can talk about uh, other news but uh Build-A-Bear. They've got some bears and uh, a Slimer plush coming, and Mm -hmm. this was something that sort of showed up on their website. We don't have a whole lot of details on uh, quite yet, but it it makes sense because, you know, Star Wars, they've been doing a lot of the Build-A-Bears. There's there's a lot of these licensing tie-ins that are still sort of uh, popping up at the Build-A-Bear workshops that are at, you know, uh, malls and downtown Disney.
3: Yeah, I need you to stop just a bit here because I'm pretty sure we must Somebody said we've had, like, Toronto probably has one. I don't think we have one in Vancouver.
1: Oh, really? Do we? All
3: right. Metro Town has one. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. Great. I've never been one, though, but it is what it sounds like. You show up and you kind of.
1: Yeah, I'd like,
3: I'd like that bear that color <laughs> with that pea jacket on and that sailor's hat. Can you make me a village people, like a line of village people bears?
1: Uh, yeah, it's, ex- it's creepier than that. Okay. It's creepier. It's so creepier you can than
3: find that. A dead
2: bear skin.
1: Oh.
3: <laughs> oh
2: or animal of your choosing.
1: Okay. You stick mm-hmm.
2: its butt in a
3: tube. Right. And
2: then you press life into it and it fills it up with stuffing to as how firm you want your animal. And then you can go and buy clothes
1: for it. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds
3: so horrible. it's not build a bear horrible. in the custom <laughs> ordering sense. It's build a bear in the Frankenstein sense. No,
1: it's. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally build, build your own bear. Essentially, I mean, you know, talk <laughs> about keeping costs low on the UHD, where you have the intern doing the art. They just make you build they your own you stuffed animal. It. Yeah, wow. we don't, like, assembly line. Come on, here, you do it yourself. Yeah.
3: My question is, okay, so what this must mean then? I don't know about the Slimer, but obviously the bear. Then they're just adding. It's it's like the avatars on on uh, Xbox Live and all that. You keep yeah. your avatar. You buy the suit to put on it. Exactly same it's, thing. It's the yeah. costume
1: and the props that go with it, and and then like the Slimer plushie is is like an add on or something too that you you end up purchasing on the side. So cool. All right. Um, so that's you know it's that's cool. Not not my cup of tea, but also you know for I got, for I, our I, younger audience. For
3: The first time in the store's history, it will be filled with single thirty-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, that's when it gets creepy when all of the like, eight-year-old kids are like, Daddy, what's happening?
3: That's right. Don't worry about staff, it, son. The, they have, a, they, they have no idea what's Asian. going on. The the staff will be like, this is the day we lost the ability to identify the pedophiles. Um. <laughs> Kid, you're not getting that pack. It's not screen accurate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm here uh, for a bear and to
3: quiz toddlers about whether they like the new movie or not
1: i like the girls you're stupid yeah i took a poll and none of the kids in build-a-bear like the new movie Yeah, right, get Clearly. ready for that that's coming clear half the yeah. six-year-old said
3: huh it's gonna fail um and, all right yeah. well, i got a toddler actually and he kind of digs like i have a, a kenner uh stay puff that he's had since day one i have pictures of him in his his maternity ward thing with his little stay puff and uh he digs it. He likes it when he sees his Stay puff and all that, and he sees you know daddy stuff and all that. So I, I, I could see
1: myself buying him one, taking yeah, him so down and saying,
3: you know, pick out your color, and
1: have him customize his bear, and yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mind um, you,
3: he's a toddler, which means we'll get down there and it'll be some, I don't know, Ghostbusters, My Little Pony, Paddington <laughs> hybrid. <laughs> Which, actually, now that I've said it out loud, I'd kind of like to see that, just to see what it's like. You're not going to be the
1: guy that's like, not screen accurate. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. No, son, you can't build it that way. <laughs> no. Yeah, don't 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 do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. Hey, let's talk about Cryptozoics uh, board game, Chris, because they're they're winding down as people are listening to this.
3: And mm, uh, yeah, by not, my count, there's four days left. By the time this yeah, lands. We're, yeah, we're just
1: a few days out. You know, at at last glance, they were just about to hit seven hundred thousand. So um, they're. I mean, they hit their goal within the first 24 hours, so there's, there's no uh, issue with that. But all of the stretch goals and all of the things that we're hoping to unlock, um, it, it seems that they are all coming to fruition, including some new items that just hopped, uh, uh, popped up this week, um, some Get Real add-ons. Um, did you see those, Chris? What, uh, what are they? They added
3: one that's called the Get Real Pack, and it's exactly what it sounds like. They have put the real Ghostbusters figures and the real Ghostbusters Janine into a set that you can pick up. Meaning, depending on how many you know, you know what your inclinations are, you'll have the first game with the ostensibly yeah. the IDW Ghostbusters. You'll have the second run, which is Dan's IDW esque take on the Ghostbusters. Two Ghostbusters, uh, courtroom and yes, yeah, courtroom. Suited, I, I
1: believe uh, I think they've confirmed that you get both co- the courtroom and the suited uh, characters, but yeah,
3: yeah. And, uh, cool, very cool, uh, we were talking about this in the truck, uh, Courtroom Winston. Bit of a, bit of a minor anomaly. I mean, mean, if you're going
1: to get all four in their suits, you also want all four in their courtroom. You got it. Yeah, if you're
3: going to get them in jumpsuits, you gotta get them in your courtroom suits. And now you can get the third set of Ghostbusters, which are the real Ghostbusters, the, the cartoon.
1: Aha! I thought it was just the cards, but that's, that's cool. No! Not
3: at all. This is the, the figs, um... Uh, and presumably slight differences in the way they run, which is kind of what it was in IDW. When they met up, they had their analogs, right, but they were clearly right. different, too, from one another. So obviously, well, not obviously, but my from what I can understand, Stand from looking at it. You're going to get the figures. Oh, that's awesome! It's, it's not going to be like playing. Yeah, so some, something
1: a, another game mechanic to throw in there. So if you haven't uh, already donated, if you haven't already secured your copy of Ghostbusters to the board game, you got to go do it now. You've only got four days, and then you've got to
3: got to wait nah, nah, nine, until time.
1: it shows up in retail stores. So go do it. You can get all the cool extras. Make sure you donate. Um, also, Mattel. The figures are supposed to be hitting uh, today. uh, May 1st was when they were supposed to be hitting shelves, but some people have been finding them already in uh, Walmart and Target stores. Um, So the the new figures for the uh, 2016 movie, as well as the four original Ghostbusters uh, from Mattel that we talked about a couple episodes ago... They are showing up. It sounds like Walmart is sort of the destination uh, place to get all of these figures. And um, we've, we've heard through a right. source that Walmart is also going to be hitting uh, pretty hard come uh, June, July with all sorts of back-to-school merchandise like uh, lunch boxes and folders and uh, notebooks and pens Ooh. and pencils and anything and everything that you need for back-to-school. It sounds like they're going to have a pretty huge presence of Ghostbusters there. So... So, yeah, so get get the May stuff, cool. and then come June, July, you're going to get a lot of uh, really cool stuff on top of that. You're going to be able to get decked out for your office or for school. If you're the 30-year-old, you're going to get decked out for the office. If you're the 8-year-old, you're looking around at all the 30-year-olds, <laughs> and then you realize, ah, all right, whatever, I'll do this too. Uh, <laughs> hey, kid,
3: cool binder.
1: Sweet you like trapper the trapper, kid. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, uh, so, so yeah, so, so, uh, check out your retail stores near you. Maybe there's some merch already waiting for you, but if not, it should be hitting full force, uh, by the time that you're listening to this or the, or the week following. So new Ghostbuster stuff is coming. Uh, Anovos also, I mean, this, this was literally as we were, as we started recording, Chris, we started seeing this pop up. Uh, Anovos is yep. taking pre-orders for their proton pack kits, Uh, $600 pre-order is going to get you the, the shell and all of the parts that you need for the thrower. Um, it is not going to get you any of the electronics. So no lights, no sounds. Uh, it sounds like that's coming at a later date. Um, and then you also have to buy the, the Alice frame separately as well. It sounds like.
3: Yeah. 40 bucks for the Alice frame pre-order and 600 for the, the pack proper. Uh, looking at that prototype,
1: it is, it's, Um, it's pretty, it's nice. It's pretty sweet. It's actually a nice,
3: we were talking about this at the show, it's a nice bridge between a licensed for-profit company that's going to make packs and sell to the public, uh, and it's a a bridge between them and the prop-making community uh, because it is literally a, uh, somebody pointed out, Anovos does do fully decked out items. They just, so obviously at some point, uh, they led with the prop community foot, which was, we're officially licensed. Uh, we're not really getting it in anybody's way. What we're offering now is just like a lot of other guys are yeah, offering. Yeah, like the
1: throwing chicken. Uh, yeah, kit all the only you can most only motion thrower or more, yeah. and but
3: exactly. We yeah. So we're gonna sell you a kit. Um, Somebody pointed out that they tend to do their pre-orders at a at a really nice price and then slowly over time oh, it so you, you get
1: up. for the early adopters you get a, a, a special bonus price yeah you know?
3: it's exactly so it's a good way to get that going and then mm-hmm. and then like i say they'll they'll follow up later with uh, what i was jokingly referring to as the den mm-hmm. for men crowd there are people that are buying uh, packs of, that other people have built for them at sure. you know $200 just to display dollars, just
1: right? to, yeah exactly yeah
3: so, yeah, it's eventually Anovos will probably come out with a pack. Um, given their production setups and all that, it might actually come in a little lower than if you hired a prop builder. We don't know. But there's room there. Like, it's right now, it's a good mix and match. Like, if there's guys who are like... You know, forty bucks for an Alice frame is not bad. So yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe and just, this
1: is—it's very convenient too. I mean, uh, pack builders will tell you you've got to accumulate, you got to find your clippered valves, and you got to find this part, and you've got to get the split loom from some place. And here, here it's all in one. You're bu- you're essentially buying all the the materials you need. It's like a, it's like Blue Apron but for prop building. Yeah, <laughs> here's, and the, here's and everything l- you need.
3: There's nothing that says you can't do like everybody does now, which is you get it and you're kind of like, I actually have a line on, you know, the original uh, tubes and pieces and stuff like that, that that got used. Just swap it out. You've got a yeah. kit, you know? Yeah, take exactly. You out, can customize
1: it all you want. You're building it. You can do whatever you want to. So that's kind want. of the beauty of it. So um,
3: you know, you're like, well, I've been, I'm halfway through making my aluminum thrower. Keep it. My, yeah, keep you know, going. Use, um, yeah. And then, and at the end of the day, like, you know, they, they'll probably come up we were talking about electronics kits you know average about 50 bucks depending on what you wanted to do but a good middle ground is 50 bucks i can't imagine they're going to be much more than that you know they they're going to put together you know decent electronic sets and sell at a decent price but at the end of the day if you want some, you know of the guys out there you do your research and you want the one that does more or the one that does lights and sound sure, you know what sure. i mean go get theirs and put it in this is how they led with it which is the bit that will appeal to the the ground of people that want to build their own.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All the people that are uh, browsing the for sale thread on GB fans, trying to find all of the materials that they need here, you know, here it's, it's sort of a one-stop shop. And at the same time, it sounds like it's going to be very plug and play, which will make things a lot, uh, a lot easier for novice prop builders. And, you know, it's a, it's a good entry level for a lot of people. So go to Anovos.com or check out, uh, you know, we'll, we'll put it in the show notes and we'll put it on our social networks, of course. But yeah, get that pre-order in now because it's going to save you a little bit of money. Uh, Chris, we also, uh, just under the gun, uh, Monopoly, Ghostbusters, Monopoly, we got a first look at the board and at the, uh-huh. at the cover art and uh, f- based on the original film. So it's the original for Ghostbusters and um, this was one that was, uh, we talked about this before. We knew it was coming again, but we just hadn't yeah. seen it. So They this, said uh, not,
3: fi- we saw the cover and they said not final. And to be honest, the final's not far off. Yeah, original. it's not <laughs> far off what we
1: saw. So but we got to see the
3: board, which is yeah. cool. Yeah, and same bit. thing, I think it's this teensy. is hitting
1: in May, June as well. So, God, there's just going to be so much Ghostbusters merchandise in a store near you. It's... It's going to be like Christmas. They're obviously
3: setting up. Well, a lot of stuff comes later in the month, so essentially they're setting up the two months between mid-May to mid-July when the movie comes out. That is, you know, the PR push, the and you know the extended PR push, which comes out of you know market merch and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it going has, to be the prime
1: it time. Has begun. <laughs> it has begun. So, speaking of that, let's get into our Ghostbusters 2016 discussion, Chris, because. I get the feeling that a lot of people who visited the set during production had an embargo that led up to last week. And because of that, the floodgates opened. I mean, we have we have blogs and magazines and newspapers and all sorts of stuff. So we've actually been bombarded this past week with new information, new photos, a lot of journalists giving their firsthand accounts of what they saw. Um, I think starting with the Empire magazine uh, article and cover and the discussion, that was sort of the the first, like like that little ripple before the tidal wave comes in. That was the first yeah. thing that we saw. So, um, Empire
3: magazine has taught, I hope it's taught, studios a very important lesson, which is when you do stuff like this and when you set stuff like this up, try and imagine every possible question that will come up and be prepared for it. Because the big stumble on the Empire magazine was they showed the covers and didn't really clarify what was what.
1: Right. There's a a subscriber cover and then a newsstand cover. A
3: newsstand cover. And the newsstand cover has Slimer taking up most of the cover. You see a little bit of Kristen Wig, and you can see suggestions of the other three, but you don't really see their faces. And that's all they showed us. They said, yeah. "Here's our cover and newsstand. Awesome!" And of course, a certain percentage of people showed up and went, "It sucks so bad. They won't. They put Slimer on the cover and cover the rest." <laughs> it no. Covers okay. Up. Stop. And of course, I put my feelers out and immediately got back. It's an acetate cover, which is yeah. what it felt like. I'm like, "No, it's a, it's an acetate cover with Slimer." And you pull it back, and there's the team. Duh. Um, but anyways, enough about that. Uh, this magazine is out now. Like, it literally, the news dropped pff, probably the day before it started hitting newsstands places. People already got copies of it.
1: Yeah, people ended up with copies in their hands when the announcement was made, which was kind of crazy as well. But yeah. um, so, I, I mean, there's some spoilers throughout the Empire Magazine article. But uh, so I, I, I they're very tame. But I do want to place a spoiler alert on this in case you're trying to uh, stick your head in the sand. Um, Turn away now. are you still listening? Okay, good. Here we go. So <laughs> in the issue, uh, Paul Feig talks a lot about Rowan. He gives you his, um, his motivations and, and what he's trying to do. Um, there's a great interview with Ivan Reitman where he talks about ghost core and he clarifies, uh, you know, what happened with the Russo brothers movie. Um, so with Rowan again, all right, are you listening? Cause we're going to start spoiling. Here we go. 15 uh, second button now. Go. So Rowan is a loner and he's looking to bring stuff back into this world for whatever reason. That's that's where the spoiler ends, because we're not entirely sure what his motivations are. Maybe he's a loner. He wants friends. Ghosts are the answer. I don't know. Uh, But, you know, Rowan is not he's not a scientist. He's not um, a fellow Ghostbuster. It just sounds like he's just this everyday, ordinary, average guy. Uh, and he brings back ghosts into the world and that's how stuff gets started. Um, so that's, that's interesting. We get it. This is our first sort of plot point actually that we've, you know, aside from that trailer line that they can control you, uh, we get a little bit more about what this movie is going to be about. Yeah. It still leaves a lot open to interpretation, which I like. This is not flat out saying, well, it starts scene one, act one, you know, this, this is, there's still a lot there that we can kind of, uh, imagine what will happen. Um, and then, let's see, he also, let's, uh, oh, well, let's let's move on to the Reitman stuff, because that, to me, was the most interesting part uh, of what I was able to read. I haven't read the full article because I haven't gotten it yet, but, um, but people put up a, a little blurb saying that uh, a lot of stuff leaked out of Ghost Core about the Russo Brothers movie, and, he, and Reitman called that unfortunate. Uh, he said, you know, people weren't supposed to know that, we had this thing that had a lot of different teams of ghostbusters and you know that it's on hold we'll see what happens with that we're not entirely sure you actually weren't supposed to know about that but what i can talk about is that i'm co-directing aha the animated feature and that there's also a to be announced live action feature in the works so there's that that nebulous other sequel that we kind of have known about that Uh is in the works and we're not entirely sure what that is sequel to paul feig's movie sequel to ghostbusters two, tie into both. I don't know what that could be. Paul Feig, uh, again, because of the tidal wave of journalism that happened this past week, said that he really hopes that they're setting up a multiverse here. He's hoping that whatever happens in his ghostbusters film can coexist and also tie into another universe. Yeah. Which
3: begs, which, which is awesome. It also begs the question of when exactly these things happen. Like part of the, the deluge of stuff we're getting is the magazine magazines have a three month lead time right right I suspect a lot of this stuff came together possibly sometimes you know they they could quite honestly have done the interviews and all that sooner
1: and they probably updated it as they went I mean you as don't, they went you want to make sure that it's current too yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, but at the same time, it's, it wasn't all done at the time of the set visit stuff last year, right? So right. what we got is this weird mix of stuff because the set visit stuff came out, and they're they're all talking about little things like you know it, it kind of dredges up again <laughs> Leslie Jones and her reaction to fans and all that, to which <laughs> people get outraged timely. again, and point and you have to point out, yeah, that's her being exactly what they're like. She's at it again. Okay. here's no she how t- was
1: at it before they're yeah, just repeating no. it she's she's yeah. at
3: it then <laughs> here's how time works kids uh, so so basically yeah we're seeing there's a lot of tone to a lot of these things that mirrored last you know uh, August, September when yeah, this stuff much, was much shot much like
1: the Today Show Al Roker segment yeah. uh, that we talked about where we were kind of surprised that that's what he asked them about but it was and timely at, at the time yeah.
3: and at that time and prior to that Feige was like no multiverse just us yeah, you know, we don't tie into the others. Bye. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, it's going to be maybe a multiverse. <laughs> it's like, okay. So, so.
1: Well, and part of that, I feel like, because in, the, in, that, Reitman, uh, in that Reitman statement, he talks about, you know, the, the remarkable ghost lore in every tradition. He talks about different ghost lore in China and Japan and Korea and kind of what we're seeing in the Ghostbusters International comic series. Okay. That you have Stop. a very Stop. rich. Stop.
3: I'm stopping. Stop right there. The ghost comments, if I recall correctly. Now, I haven't picked it up either. But some people posted the clip, like the the the, snip, the text snippet. They uh, he talked about um, Raymond's co-directing uh, right. the animated feature. There's a script for a second one coming along. As you said, we're not sure what that means, but I said he didn't even say script. He just said they're, they're already working on another movie and it's coming along nicely. I'm assuming that means we're only still at the script stage. Um, and then he said, um, TV show. This, this flavors of, of the ghosts around the world, this GBI thing that you just started to lapse into.
1: Oh, that was TV show? TV. God, I just completely T- skimmed right over that.
3: Yeah, TV show, which is awesome because wow. <laughs> what it means is it's the thing a lot of fans and i think you and i even talked about is this natural extension of the franchise rights alone will make us rich beyond our wildest dreams Ta-da! it means then you can set up this stuff where one team can bounce around the world or you can just bounce around the world to other teams and see what they're up to in their area i'll take either like frankly we're <laughs> and another thing we were talking about is Bradan Shoning should almost entirely, him and Eric Burnham should just be at least in the special thanks of everything for Ghostbusters from now on. (laughs) What they're inspiring, yeah. (laughs) I mean, Dan was already inspiring the video games (laughs) before they even came out. And since then, I don't think there's a single thing that's come out that isn't in some way informed by the stuff that they've been doing in the comic and all that. And the idea of traveling the world and fighting the ghosts in their lore. Well, that's exactly what's going on now in the GBI comic. So,
1: yeah, I mean that to me, that has to be animated. That has to be an animated series because uh, the 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 line producer in me is going, I can't afford this show. Uh, international travel, Ghostbusters, special effects. Yeah, that's that's probably it. Has to be animated, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. I'd say
1: so. Yeah, but so okay, so we've got we've got a TV show, an animated movie, uh, to be announced, live action movie. Uh, All this merchandise, some really cool stuff on the horizon. Basically, that's what that boils down to. Let's talk about let's do the L.A. Times article and then let's talk about set visits number one through five thousand (laughs) and twenty. So the L.A. Times article with Katie Dippold, she's. Katie's kind of elusive. She hasn't really spoken a whole lot about the Ghostbusters movie. And no. in fact, when when we went to the Ghost Core trailer event, uh, I, I really I made it a point to talk to Katie Dipple because you never hear from no. her. She's very shy, she's kind of timid. This article easily, really explains easily, why mis-
3: easily mis- mistaken as Christian Wick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she yeah she actually kind of there is, was a lot know? of
3: fans there that were all at twitter because they're like kristen wigs here it's like it's no katie that's, that's katie Dippel. which is still yeah. cool you should go over and say hi to her and all that but yeah exactly it's not you and, think it is.
1: and and you should extend that branch and especially after reading this article where i mean i i know people on the internet are merciless um but she was receiving like death threats and people wishing her to die in fires yeah. and like just horrible, ridiculous stuff that you're like, why are we really this classy now that we're reaching out to a writer of a movie and wishing death upon her. Um, So, I mean, it was, it was both, really nice to hear her open up and talk about the movie, but also really disheartening at the same time because you realize why she hasn't wanted to yeah. put herself out to the public like that because she's, you know, a little a little scared of people right now. And to be um, fair,
3: she doesn't have to, she's a writer. Like, frankly, she can always just sit behind the scenes and nobody, she doesn't have to interact with anybody. That she's interacted as much as she has, like sharing her childhood photo of hers, you know, six or seven or whatever, dressed up as a Ghostbuster for Halloween, stuff like that. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, awesome. She, she didn't have to she, do that. There are writers that unless you stop your you know, your movie nut and you read the credits and all that, they just happily, you know, work away and you don't know who the hell they are. And, you know, yeah, she, exactly. she could do
1: that. Uh Well, let's. All right, let's, let's move on to the set visits because there were a lot of them. Yeah. I guess let's start with entertainment tonight because this one sort of. Da- triggered. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da.
3: Uh, I'm so John we... Tesh. Hello. No, John Tesh doesn't. Hello, yeah, hello, I'm John Tesh. I could do a Tesh if I had to. That's pretty. That's not bad. It's not bad. R- Ryan's saying I have to do the playing the piano motion. Apparently, that's what sells it. Hello, uh, yes, I'm John yeah, Tesh. Yeah, you have to be. You oh, got to do your jazz hard. piano hands. Today on the cheer <laughs> set. Anyways. <laughs> oh, boy. Keep going quick.
1: <laughs> All right. So, uh, so we talked about the real set visit that they showed uh, two yep. weeks ago. But last week, they showed some more footage from that. All of it focused on Chris Hemsworth. And uh, it was also timed to a featurette that came out for uh, Administrative Professionals Day, exactly. which was last week. Um, so, we got a featurette about Kevin where we see a little bit of the humor um <laughs> which i really enjoyed and uh let's well let's let's throw a clip here i'm going to do a mashup of the entertainment tonight piece and then the featurette so that you get an idea of what both
4: of these were all right go for it hello i'm here at the receptionist job
0: hi who are you gonna call chris hemsworth
4: he has no idea what they even do what's his place called again? <laughs>
0: place, Kevin, the receptionist—not
2: a bimbo exactly, more of a hembo. Don't listen. <laughs> Hello. <sighs> he covered his eyes.
4: Kevin is a big, dumb puppy dog. Ow!
2: But that's not a bad thing, as our Kevin found out during his Ghostbuster set visit. What was he like?
0: Funny. Every so positive fun. adjective you could have yeah, about a person. It starts to sound like he's paid us off. I know.
2: <laughs> it's a Ken doll with the inside scooped out.
0: Kevin, can I ask why no? No glass.
4: They just kept getting dirty, so I took them out. Kevin thinks he's gonna become a ghostbuster too. We need to form a group and build something to fight these damn
0: ghosts. That's exactly what we already do here. (laughs) Smart, bloody, it doesn't matter, it's Chris Hemsworth. Well, more of that behind the scenes fun will debut online tomorrow ahead of Administrative Professionals Day, which is Wednesday. Hello.
4: I'm here about the receptionist job.
0: Hi. Abby, we spoke on the phone. We did. Hello yeah. there. Okay. You're
4: hired. <laughs> Kevin is a big, dumb puppy dog. Ow.
0: <laughs> it's a Ken doll with the inside scooped out. Kevin. Hi. Can you answer the phone?
4: Can't. It's in the fish tank. Uh,
0: no. The one on the desk that's ringing. That one. Oh, that
4: one. He has no idea what they even do. What's his place called again? When I watch the movie, I go, I just want more Kevin. Here is your coffee, Abby.
0: Thank you. Did you get sugar in it this time? Mmm.
4: Yeah. I hate coffee. Yeah, the sugar's in it.
0: sugar's in it. Take it.
4: It's a waste. Chris Hemsworth
3: <laughs> is a
2: huge comedic talent. Seriously, there's no way that you're this sweet,
0: this funny, this fine.
2: That's
3: just not fair. He's
0: so funny. He's such a funny improviser. Can I ask why no, no glass? They just kept getting
4: dirty, so I took him out.
0: Just and I were fully crying. We are laughing that hard because of what Chris is talking about.
4: So then it became a character thing for him. Don't listen. <laughs> I will He
0: covered his
4: eyes. Kevin thinks he's going to become a Ghostbuster too. We need to form a group and build something to fight these damn ghosts.
0: That's exactly wh- what we already do here. Just
4: takes a whole lot of the equipment, gets a bike, builds his own uniform, and it's like, look, you know, I'm one of the gang now.
0: Kevin, to just throw together a
2: couple of logos uh, for us. <clears throat> oh, you do see how this might make us look bad. Is it the
4: boobs you don't like? Because I can make them bigger.
0: Uh.
1: Okay, so uh, talk about getting some context for jokes. We're also getting the B side of some of the other jokes as well. Uh-huh. Um, that that whole line about we should make something to fight these damn things, and Melissa McCarthy's retort is. That's literally what we do here
4: already. <laughs>
1: that, that I love like just that call and response that we haven't heard yet, which uh, again kind of reinforces our statements earlier that you need some context for some of these jokes. Um, <laughs> I but, can't tell uh, you
3: What's amazing about these is we've already the movie's not even out and I already have the one line I'm going to quote and use in day to day life because inevitably somebody's going to ask me, can you get the phone? And I will answer. Canton's in the fish
1: tank can't it's in the fish tank yeah and then that <laughs> cutaway of the fish tank at that got me that's currently the uh cover page on the <laughs> ghostbusters hq facebook um, no no that but, one there making the noise <laughs> oh no no oh yeah Uh, so, I mean, uh, what you can't see because it's a podcast is there's this one moment where he also holds up his headshots, Chris, and you've, you've really latched onto that as you (laughs) talked about earlier, uh, where he's topless, he's got no shirt on and he's got a saxophone. Yes. People have pointed out that he's not holding the saxophone correctly. That's the joke. He's not holding it correctly. It's like a bad headshot. Um, but on that, we actually confirm that his last name is Beckman, Kevin Beckman. That's yeah. the first time we've found out what his last name is. I'm gonna, mean, it's, it's inconsequential that everybody goes, well, it doesn't even have a last name. Mean, yeah. Everybody knows Janine as Janine, too. That's, that's kind of the point.
3: Yeah, and it's not like anybody said Melnitz. You had to get a look at the credits or at the, the nameplate on her desk to see it. And it's the same thing here. It just never comes up. Actually, that's not even true. It's quite possible he'll come in and introduce himself. Hi, I'm Kevin Beckman. It's just to this point it's never come up um i'm going to i'm going to put it on the line here and, no i'm not gonna, i shouldn't tell people about it should i the th- i, I the, mean if, the if thing, you want you the, can the thing wink wink you and i talked about <laughs> No, let's just drop it on people.
1: Yeah, that's fine. We'll talk about just it in the next it. one. It's we're good. gonna
3: drop it on. People. <laughs> All right. Basically, there's a lot of time between where we're staying and getting to the con, and some really stupid stuff gets worked out in that trip. Um, <laughs> and, no, I, I really latched onto it because it as it is ridiculously funny. Like it is, and this is the thing where it's showing that there are elements of the comedy of this movie that aren't people. Ooh, Stupid slapstick again. Original one had slapstick there, uh, Bucky, but yep. this one true. has some subtle yeah. stuff. Subtle to the extent that he does the headshot joke. He has that stupid little grin. Uh, the one of him uh, pretending to play it is funny enough. That's that's <laughs> that's joke one. And then the tag is the second one. He's holding up is him smiling, holding it, but he hasn't moved it away from his mouth. <laughs> it's made me laugh. Every time I look at yeah. it, it just looks, and then the look on his face. Toot. Um, so <laughs> it's
1: it's pretty good, and uh, I'm I'm excited. I mean, I think let's uh, let's do a little trailer watch 2016. I feel
3: trailer watch 2016.
1: I I feel like this is just the beginning of more footage that we're going to start seeing probably in the next month. I mean, here we are. We're going into May. Movie comes out in July. Oh wait, hang on a sec here.
3: I got a room full of Ghostbusters. Can we all do that? Trailer watch. Okay, hang on. Okay, that was all exactly at different times. So <laughs> so I'll go three, two, one, and then we do it. Okay. Three, two, one.
4: Trailer. Dun, dun,
3: dun, dun, dun. Oh, for the love of God, where's the trailer watch? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> three, three, two, one. Trailer watch. Dun, 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 dun. We forgot the 2016, but frankly, it's like hurting cats. So let's just go with it.
1: <laughs> that's all right. But that's good. <laughs> that's that's good. good. Thank good. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh <God>. uh, <laughs> just
3: just start talking we'll talk yeah, we'll talk through them
1: that's good it's good so uh so yeah so footage i don't know what i was talking about let's talk about <laughs> uh, set visits um let's go on to uh boy I, there were um, the verge had a set visit ign had a set visit uh wall street journal had a set visit
3: and everybody got a little
1: picture to go with it yeah everybody got exclusive photos which was excellent um, it was really interesting to see, so all of the different types of journalism, all of the different types of points of view that came through in these set visits, one of them yeah. was very, uh, ain't it cool news? Like I got onto the Boston Turnpike and I went through the toll booth and I realized that all I had was a pack of certs and I'm like, what, what, this has nothing to do with the set visit. This has nothing to do with the movie. Why am I reading this one?
3: Yeah. The watered down version of gonzo journalism that a lot of, uh, uh, of websites yeah, often employ. Yeah.
1: Um, and it, and a lot of it was sort of like, and he's my favorite and I love that person and like, Oh boy. All right. Well, so, so at any rate, so that was one of them. Um, one of the other ones, the, um, let's see, there was the, let's talk about the, uh, wow, I'm going through the rundown. There's so many of them. I know. Oh, there was a New York times set visit. That was one that really got to me because it, I don't even think it was a set visit the way that it was posed. It was more like an article, you know, they had interviews with Jefferson Sage where he talked about designing the Ectomobile and designing yeah. the suits. And, um, and it was a really, I mean, it's, it's sort of our first in-depth behind the scenes interview uh, column where like Jefferson Sage talks about the Ectomobile. And he said at one time, they thought that the Ectomobile would take the shape of like a minivan or a tricked out surplus uh, military vehicle. And, in the, the conversations that they had with Paul Feig, they decided, God, that's too far from the original. It's going to stray too far, and it's going to people are going to bump on it. And so they ultimately said, look, here's what worked about the original Ectomobile. Let's stay with that. Let's just alter the, the make and the year and kind of do something similar. Um, so it could have been drastically different. All of the people that are concerned, God, that's not the Ectomobile. It could have been something incredibly different. Um, but then they also talked about... Um, God, what else was in that article? They talked about the packs and and Feek sort of reiterated about yeah. how he loves all of the gadgets. I'm a um, bit of a
3: skimmer because, to be honest, nothing really jumped out at me in the text. I mean, there's bits and pieces here and there. I just love the photos. The photos yeah, the always photos, have little bits and yeah, pieces. Yeah, we're
1: getting you know another lab photo that reminds me of the uh, the Ghostbusters 2 photo where uh, Ray and Egon are sitting at the table with the slime and they've got those... the like this um the, the swimmers the, caps the, on top yeah the swimming <laughs> the caps ends. on with the,
3: the diodes all uh, over them, the sensors but, uh, um, yeah i mean and we, got, we got we got look everywhere. at what I, I, okay spoiler everybody hit the 15 second button because i can encapsulate this press the button at the sound of my voice press the button now um, it quite obviously looks like the first time they run into Patty because we've seen in the trailer Patty you know, works in the subway. Patty follows the ghost into the tunnels, and then we get to see in one of these pictures her and the three of them down you know, in the same tunnels. Like We see the train tracks and what is quite obviously Generation 1 Proton Pack, and it's yeah, not a pack. Yeah. It's like Generation 1 Proton Trunk.
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's this ridiculous thing. Is that what she's sitting on too?
3: I don't know, but it is like huge. Holtz,
1: Holtzman is sitting and like smiling on top of something. Leaning, it, it on looks it, like a yeah. steel grate kind of. Yeah, like. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so many fun things that we're getting. In fact, somebody on Twitter reached out to both you and I and said, "You know what? I'm going to go dark now because I'm I'm seeing stuff that I really want to see in the moment."
3: We're not. So you and I kind of discussed this a while back, and I think a lot of people are now starting to feel it that it's reaching a point that maybe I should just tune out. And I've had friends with this, like civil wars coming up, and I had a friend tune out like about three weeks ago. He's like, "Nope." I was like, "Did you see all the little clips?" "Nope." He's like, nope. I just yeah. I'm like, nope, well, and nope.
1: and it's already out internationally, so people are spoiling it left and right. Yeah. And I know it's uh, it's really difficult too to to avoid yeah. that. So there's and, um,
3: but 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 at the flip side, there's people that are tearing these apart because that's what they love to do. Like the the Kevin trailer, someone pointed out, and I, it just blew past us. We never noticed it. He popped a screenshot and fiddled with it in Photoshop uh, when Kevin's sitting at the desk uh, with the whole phone gag, while we're laughing at the phone gag. He doesn't just have a computer keyboard, he has a tiny little music keyboard in front of him. <laughs> and somebody suggested between that and the sax pictures and all that that much like making the logo for them, that, that ice cream truck esque uh, the theme song that we hear when they go driving oh, in the car God. was might have been so in the the movie universe, the song actually exists, and he made it up. Not Ray Parker Jr. He Judy. made it on his
1: little Casio. That's funny. Uh, part of me wants him to be so dopey that that's his keyboard. Like instead of having a computer keyboard, he just sits there typing on that, <laughs> just to look like he's busy. But. uh <laughs> But, oh, God, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, that's the great thing is we're getting all of these high-res photos that you can zoom in. Like, uh, one of the high-res photos that we had seen before, I think it was from Entertainment Weekly, where you could see the trap in the background. I was able to zoom in on that and, you know, do the whole Blade Runner enhanced thing, and and you can see the trap now opened in the background, which is super cool. And so, yeah, lots lots of stuff. If you want to go dark, I feel like now is probably a pretty good time because... Not only are all of these uh, the big media hits are really going to start. It's going to hit the news. It's going to hit TV spots. Uh, again, that trailer watch. Uh, it's there's probably something else on the horizon that may spoil a lot for you. So, um, if we lose you today, I understand. I mean, I'm. It's going to hurt me because we love to have you guys. But uh, if you come back to us after July and re-listen to all of these, hey, welcome back. How did it go? Well done. Did you like the movie? Tell us about the future. Tell us about the future. <laughs> anyway.
2: Hey guys, this is uh, Donald from Fairfield, California, and uh, I'm a new listener. Um, I'm pretty been into the Star Wars community for a really long time, the costume community, and I've just learned about you know, the Ghostbusters recently. And uh, I've always been a fan of the movies when I was a kid. Um, and now I'm making my first Ghostbuster costume. And what better way to get into the world of what you're what you're diving into is listening to a podcast. Uh, I started off in the beginning, and I'm less than 10 away for uh, to, to the most recent episode. I really do love the show; it's great. I've gone through a lot of uh, you know learning about who these people are, like your interview with Michael C. Gross, and then you know game to where we find out where i found out that he passed away which was sad and now i met your trailer reactions and i'm uh excited about all the positivity that i'm hearing uh, i'm very happy with the trailer i love the originals but i'm not so stuck on them that i can't allow something new to come forth and enjoy that as well so i'm really really excited about the new movie coming out about making my first Ghostbuster costume and looking forward to joining the fandom and uh, thank you guys for a great show and I look forward to uh, all the new and upcoming episodes.
1: So Leslie Jones and Colin Jost were in Austin, Texas, Chris. I don't know if you... Uh... If you've like Leslie Jones has been doing the stand-up circuit, and uh, both of them were out there doing, I think for South by Southwest, uh, a, a set, and they were caught by, I'm um, not entirely sure this. It's inside jokes, so I'm guessing it's a guy that follows comedians around and does some behind-the-scenes stuff. But um, you know, they're mainly talking about Saturday Night Live. They're mainly talking about stand-up comedy. But of course, like always, Leslie Jones involved with Ghostbusters and. Jost brings it up first and well here listen to the clip and then we'll come back and talk to you about it
3: oh god
2: this is agony (laughs) get ready ready to do it maybe a hundred times a day for Ghostbusters I'm gonna have such a bad attitude (laughs) hey guys what's up man I love it I can hate oh, this. What's up? How's it going? Good. Yeah. I'm here with Leslie Jones and Colin Jost. Just got off stage. Yeah. yeah. How was it? Fantastic. Man, fantastic. Man, she that killed. crowd was, was crazy. You killed. It was that, really. It was really fun. You are about to blow up even bigger than you are with this Ghostbusters movie. as who, who gonna blow up? <laughs> <laughs> what does that feel like that's gotta be a crazy feeling man it's already crazy yeah I mean it's already crazy with the attention that I'm getting just from SNL yeah the Ghostbuster is a whole nother level of crazy nerd right. I'm meeting right. the white <laughs> white nerd like the ones that don't come out yeah that just stay home and watch Batman just stay home and got a whole bunch of figurine. I'm meeting them motherfuckers and they are scary the people that make a figurine of you before it's oh out oh my god yeah. Like those are scary Those are those scary people Yeah yeah They're scary But definitely go out And see the movie but yeah. She loves you But I I but like be there I like June you June or July July the 15th Be there be Creeps Creeps <laughs> You creeps Weirdo. You weirdos
4: You crazy weirdos
2: <laughs> What are you guys Getting into tonight Mm. Wow, mm. right to it right to I it. have been
0: trying <laughs> right. to get him on the road <laughs> To take advantage of him
2: I gotta leave. Uh, I gotta fly out tonight. I'm just, I'm catching a flight. Uh, I'll book a private flight. It Going doesn't... to get him drunk in Austin.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't. Uh, we
2: will always have Austin. I'm not drinking any liquids that have been out of my.
1: What side. do you think? Creeps, huh? <laughs> now How the, are we feeling about this? No, don't take it personally. Don't. Oh, we should point. are already 140 characters screaming. you?
3: <laughs> we should put put in that this was a little condensed too. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't yeah, run I mean, the whole thing. And a couple. We didn't run years, the yeah.
1: whole thing. Just the Ghostbusters relevant stuff. Just her teasing us, yeah. super nerds that have the action figures on our shelves. It's and all. It, yes, it was all spread us.
3: out like the Ghostbustery bits were all kind of spread out across. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: but, but I mean, it's 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 all playful. She's just, you know, it's Leslie Jones. She's telling it like it is. She's never had to deal with this before in her life, and now she has to. And I'm sure it's yeah. really jarring for her too.
3: Well, she was. <laughs> she's, she's very off the cuff and very um, heart on her sleeve. So she was talking about having to come, you know being thrown into the deep end of this, you know, nerd culture. Let's be honest. It's a nerd culture and it has its its uh, uh intensities, shall we say. And she found out real fast, real quick. And so she was very honest about, oh my gosh, like, yeah, this is really intense. And, you know, there's a lot of people already coming up to me and she hasn't quite acclimatized to it. And then Joe starts making fun of the fact that she's talking very openly about yeah. the people that... Theoretically, they want to come to the theater, so yeah, but and go so, see the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see you July 15th. Be there, creeps. Um, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but so let's let's walk away with this with uh, our new tagline uh, Ghostbusters is a whole other level of crazy nerd. Uh, because it's probably true, it really is true. But I mean, and part of that could be chalked up to a little bit of culture shock for Leslie Jones, like we were saying. Uh, speaking of culture shock, totally <laughs> that segue that was very nice. Um, Ghostbusters, uh, Sony, Japan, it was probably like 11 o'clock at night, uh, last week. They just threw up this live stream of something that I could not understand, uh, obviously cause it was in Japanese, but it looked like a big trade show announcement. And I'm like, Oh my God, are they going to show a new trailer? Are they going to bring out the cast and the crew? Is this going to be a Q and a that we didn't know about. Um, and, and these four, uh, pop star comedians come out onto the stage and they do this Q and a right after they do a performance of the Ghostbusters theme song. So I'm going, Oh, okay. Well, maybe they're just representatives of Sony trying to tell people about the movie. And they they did this little uh, song and dance at the beginning as part of, you know, like when you go to CES and you see uh, all the video game companies do a little, you know, a show before they announce their new title, that kind of thing. Um, It turns out it's actually the new Ghostbusters single in Japan. uh, And these four, uh, pop star comedians—it's—it's it's a big deal. One of them apparently is known as the Beyoncé of Japan.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Well there's more to it than that because a couple of the pictures, like you and I did the same thing, we went digging and found out just how much Google shelters us from, from parts of the world that don't speak English.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it's very true, and Google Translate really had a tough time with this one too. It's
3: always they would had trouble talk with about demons and yeah. things like that. Very sim- yeah. like if you're very simple with with Google Translate, it's not bad. But when you start to get like native speaker colloquial, it starts to what? But from what we could see, we you know you like me found a couple of websites um, with picture stills of the event, and a couple of the stills I noticed there's wrote um, the word rocho. And eight nineteen, um, which I went there looking. Japan gets the movie August nineteenth.
1: Sorry, guys. So it's it's like a road show uh, leading up to the release well, of the film, yeah. or maybe even it, the film itself will be a road show. You know, they'll show it at certain theaters at certain times. Possibly, it, it felt
3: a lot like because the tune is already out on iTunes in Japan. You can get in various other places. You can download and listen to it, and it sounded a lot like these four women are going to tour. Because to be honest, live shows are an entirely different, like pop live shows. Are very prevalent in Japan compared to here uh, at all levels. Uh, J-pop is hard to describe, Um, but what they did is they went out and they found four comedian actresses to to sing the Ghostbusters theme song. Uh, I'm assuming it's exactly the same. They're singing in Japanese, but I'm assuming it's the exact same lyrics. Nobody's told us otherwise. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, they all. And I'm wondering if they're the voice cast too. If they're going to be the dubbed voice cast for the film. Yeah, as well. Yeah, that's not
3: terribly clear. The trailer for Japan subtitles them. So yeah, I wonder, but
1: he, maybe they didn't have dubbing done at that point. Well, uh, because the trailers happened so fast. That was only that,
3: like a month or so back, and you know it takes time to record a pop song to put out. So presumably yeah, well, they have people. Well, and there was people. the
1: Russian dub trailer too. Now that I'm thinking about it. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah so I think. Um, yeah,
3: I don't. It feels a lot more like they're literally just for the song to help promote it. That's They've decided this is a way to promote the movie. Uh, I suspect it'll just be a lot of little concert shows around Japan where they live sing it like they did. They came out of the straight show. They did a live stream, which we could go back and watch later. And they yeah, uh, and yeah they sang it live.
1: They sang it live. So, And uh, shout-out to the uh, Ghostbusters of Japan who yes. were very kind to this American. I posted screenshots, and they translated for okay, me okay uh, yes
3: he really came through for us
1: yeah just you know uh and, and very kind about it too wasn't like god stupid american it says that they're gonna release the song for the first three thousand people Jeez, learn another language don't wait another minute pick up your phone and call the professionals
4: go, go, go i'm
0: sorry we'll do it again
3: we want to hear from you leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742 that's 4702GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. And Twitter accounts. Is dead. No
0: kidding.
2: Just give me the address.
3: Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters. Interdimensional cross On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want
0: to get back close again. What the hell are you doing?
3: If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC.
2: That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray.
1: All right, Chris. I'm going to tell you, buddy. You sound tired. I sound I tired and sick. I know. So I'm gonna, we're gonna let the final thoughts slide. I feel like uh, I'm not gonna put you on the spot like no, that. I'm gonna let you. I of one. Some Z's. I got one. It's ready.
3: Oh, it's all right. He's
1: got it. He's got it. All right. Here's here's Chris's final thoughts, everyone. It's not
3: like a deep thought. It's not like uh, you know uh, Andy at the end of uh, 60 Minutes sort of thing. Um, Andy Rooney, Mickey Rooney, Andy Rooney, Andy Rooney. Andy Ro- I am Mickey tired. Rooney. Yeah. Andy Rooney. <laughs> you know what I hate about toasters. I started out with Shadow Stevens. I'm ending the night as Andy Rooney. Why only two slices? I like more than two slices in the morning. Why can't I have four? Anyways, it's not that deep of a thought, but it was something that came up today. Uh, we were reaching the end of the day, and Jason of the Alberta Ghostbusters, uh, we had discussed that tomorrow, Saturday, which will be you know, a couple of days past by the time you hear this, um... There's this phenomenon with, I didn't realize there's a lot of people at cons with really elaborate and amazing costumes and props that aren't really affiliated with a franchise. And they all come by and they're friendly, and we're all of the same, you know, uh, nerd brotherhood, sisterhood. But they don't they're not franchised with us so we were like oh, we should have just arranged ahead of time and told them so we're like we gotta put the word put the word out tomorrow saturday three o'clock we're gonna have a, a group shot we're gonna do a big group shot as ever so try and get the word out and so i was telling yeah let, let's put the word out jason turns to somebody and says did you hear about the photo shoot no what is it well three o'clock tomorrow if you're wandering around if you see any ghost players and he stops and he starts to correct himself and i'm like don't do not it came. It was this fantastic. Is it a spoonerism? Portmanteau? What do you want to call it? <laughs> no, portmanteau is a, an anthology movie. A, a spoonerism is when you have two concepts in your head and you match the words together. So,
1: ghost player. Yeah,
3: he had like Ghostbuster or Ghosthead and cosplayer, and it ended up ghost player. And I'm like, perfect. So. We're all ghost heads. Some of us are in franchises. Some of us are, you know, wandering lone wolves. Maybe we don't want to be in groups. Maybe we just haven't found it or been accepted in or invited in. But it was amazing that he came up with this term. If you're making a uniform, if you're making a pack and wearing it, you're not just a cos- uh, cosplayer. You're a ghost player. So, I love
1: it. I love it. It's a good player. distinction. Ghost player. He's a ghost player. <laughs>
3: so shout out to all Jason right. for that one. He, like I said, he was going to correct himself. And we're like, no, I'm just going to take this out of the trash and I'm going un- <laughs> to un- uncrumple it. I'm going to smooth it out and we're going to use it from it's now on. It's a good aren't?
1: idea. It's a good idea. All right. Let's adopt it, everybody, from this point forward. I, I like this. I like this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Chris, everybody in the room in the studio there, uh, get some sleep. Go hit that con tomorrow. For all of our listeners out there, thank you for joining us two very tired and awfully nasally sounding folks. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening every week. We'll see you all on the other side. Ghost players. Ghost players.
0: Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional crossrip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net.
2: It used to be one of my two favorite shows. You're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? fastmaster Everything you're doing is bad. I want you to loaded. it. Next week though, Careless Cats. Who you call? Weird.